Hi, it's Dr. Michelle Gordon, and thanks so much for being a part of the Menopause Movement podcast. So for the next eight weeks, we're going to go through the Dr. Michelle Gordon show, and I'm so excited to bring this to you. We filmed this show in Santa Barbara and Spain, and what we did was we took a group of women who didn't know each other, and we took them on the trip of a lifetime. We did some cycling, we ate some food, we drank some wine, and it was really fantastic. And in this first episode, you're going to meet the women, and we're going to go to Santa Barbara, and we're going to talk about what it's like to have older children and empty nest and dealing with menopause. I really hope you enjoy it. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Gordon. Welcome to my living room. We're going to take an adventure through Spain and I can't wait for you to join me. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about adventure. It's about travel. It's a story of seven women who went on the trip of a lifetime to Mallorca, Spain to ride bikes and get to know each other. I'm Dr. Michelle Gordon. I founded my practice, Northern Westchester Surgical Associates in Putnam Valley, New York in 2005. What we do is acute care general surgery. We save lives. I chose surgery because when I was in medical school, I found that I was always in the operating room. It didn't matter what I was doing. I just always went to the operating room. That was a surprise to me because I didn't expect to do surgery. And that's where I ended up. I wanted to do this show to talk about women's health and menopause and aging and what happens after our children grow up and we have an empty nest, a house that used to be filled with children and now we don't know what to do with ourselves. Who's talking about this? Nobody's talking about it. And what do we put in our bodies? What do we eat to maintain optimal health, especially as we age? I think for me it was really exciting to see this dream come to a reality that I'd been thinking about for a long time. I mean, my thought was, I'm a doctor, I want to reach women, talk about what happens to us in midlife. Nobody talks about menopause. Nobody talks about the changes we're going through. It's just really hard to find valid, crucial information about this time in our lives. I've been having hot flashes for the last four years. And when they first started happening, I'm like, what is happening to me? and I would have this flush from my chest all the way up to my head, and it felt like I was embarrassed. I'm like, why is this happening? And then I put two and two together, but I didn't know what to expect during menopause, and I don't think we do a good job of educating our young women about what to expect during menopause. That was a big mission for me. This group of women is all in the perimenopausal, menopausal age group. We've all had our children grow up, We've raised our children and we all were looking for, a, you know, what's next? It was really important that we picked something that was adventurous so that we could look at our lives as more of an adventure. When I got to Santa Barbara, that was the first time I'd ever been in front of a camera. I actually had to do some mental work because I didn't have the body I wanted. And after looking at a lot of friends or people that I knew uh, who were on camera, I said, people look like they look on camera. So the camera doesn't add 10 pounds. You just look like you look. And so I told myself that and just go out and be who you are. When I got to Santa Barbara, Katya picked me up from the airport. She's a super bubbly personality. 
And she so, was so excited about her training that she drove us up the mountain that she had been riding. Hi guys, this is Katya, and I'm here at Hazards with Bruce. And we are looking at my bike, and I'm getting a bike fit. Woo! So, Bruce? We're gonna, we're gonna make her uh, more efficient, uh, faster, so watch out ladies. Uh, she's gonna be going up those hills pretty quickly. Uh, but the main goal is to make her better on the bike and make sure she's injury free for this little, uh, little journey she's on. Yeah, watch out for Frenchie. Molly is one of these people that you meet and instantly she makes you feel at ease. Molly's become one of my best friends and she's just one of the most natural conversationalists I've ever met. She's got a great company called Mood Swing Wines and it's a novelty wine that is geared toward women who are in menopause. Hi, I'm Molly McCarthy Openshaw. I am 52 years old and I am from Chico, California. And one of the goals is that I get to join a bunch of fabulous women on a journey of a lifetime, biking three to 400 miles through Mallorca, Spain. What's interesting about Sandra is she had to buy a bike for the show. She'd never ridden a bike before. Between you and I, I've never owned a bike in my life. So my skills in the bike, they're probably no. So for now, I'm just gonna get on my horseback riding helmet and hope for the best. I'll check in with you all uh, later. Bye. Christine Fry is a triathlete, though, and she, she's a lifetime athlete. Hi, my name is Christine Fry. I am 157 pounds, 47 years old, and five foot five and a half on day one of my transformation. Excited about this. I'm excited to hang out with all the women, and this will be awesome. How I met Shannon was we became Facebook friends. When I got on Facebook in 2009, she was one of the people that I friended, and I remembered her from high school. Hi, my name is Shannon LaMarche. I'm 50 years old and I live in Bowling Green, Kentucky. I'm five foot six and I hate to admit it, I can't even believe I'm admitting this, but I'm 197 pounds. My goal is to work my way up to being able to complete 300 to 350 miles on my bicycle in a week. What's interesting about Christy is that she moved from Selah, Washington to Los Angeles because her family had grown up and she was pursuing her own career. Hi, my name is Christy Odman. I am 43 years old. I live in Sela, Washington. I am 185 pounds and my goal for Spain and Mallorca is to lose 35 pounds and be able to bike without falling off. I'm not the best person to, when I meet people. I'm pretty shy, actually. And so it was nice to have Molly kind of there to give some comic relief and make some jokes and introductions or just break the ice. And then it made it a lot easier for me to kind of meet everyone. We did do one Skype call before we met and we all got to meet each other. And the thing that sticks out the most for me from that Skype call was that Molly went to the bathroom while we were <laughs> while we were all on the phone, there was a toilet flushed. And you know, all of a sudden everybody says, Well, who's who's using the bathroom? And Molly says, Oh, that's me, I'm traveling. So when we all met, we we knew that we had to ride, you know, three hundred to four hundred miles in Mallorca, and that was a big fear for all of us. We had all trained separately and thinking about riding up a mountain, I was really afraid, actually. I, I mentioned to Christine several times that I didn't think I was ready, and I was afraid. 
then after meeting everyone and seeing everyone's fitness, I was like, okay, I'm about as fit as everybody else, so I'm going to be okay. I think the person who trained the most was Katya. She was really very ready. And Christine, she was ready too. And we rode 2,200 feet yes. elevation, Woo 34 miles. What? This is so awesome. We were instructed uh, about how to ride in a group together by Paul Fry, who is an avid cyclist and as well as a physician's assistant in an ER in the Santa Barbara area. Hi, I'm Paul Fry. Um, I'm uh, married to Chris Fry, who's going on the ride. When you're riding alone, you're not quite as visible. So riding in a group, there's more visibility to cars, which is your number one hazard. So for safety reasons, you may be a little bit more safe in a group because you're more visible. But there are other hazards that you have to watch out for. Like, for example, if I'm riding right behind somebody, there may be hazards on the road that I'm not going to see, yeah, especially if you're, if you're drafting. So some practical things about drafting. You get up close behind the rider in front of you and it gives you a little bit uh, easier time. You don't use as much energy and uh, ride for longer distances. I got your draft, baby. Draft me, baby. Draft me. <laughs> verbally communicate if cars are coming up because you may be in the back you may not be able to hear the car coming up in the front so the people in the back communicate car back, car back. Uh, that there's a car coming up from behind uh, if you're on a narrow road and there's a car coming towards you uh, people in the front will say car up I'm holding on to this bottle to remind myself to talk about hydration. Hydration on the ride. You should always have some water available and then uh, nutrition on the ride. When you're feeling flat, your ride sucks. It's, it's, it's really, really difficult when, when you're losing that energy, but you've got to keep nutrition going in when you're riding, especially if you go over an hour, over two hours. When you're going on a long ride, you can burn out your legs pretty easily. If you take a hill, it's like, ah, oh, the first hill of the day, I'm going to really crank this out. Probably smarter to just go for a lower gear and spin up the hills, and then you have the energy and the, uh, the power at the end of your ride when you're really getting tired. All right, saddle up. <laughs> Riding in Santa Barbara is like a dream come true. It is sunny and warm, even in the winter. What they think is winter, they don't know what winter is. There's mountains to climb, there's beautiful views everywhere you go, and it's no wonder that many triathletes train in Santa Barbara year-round. As we rounded the corner after coming through a shadowed area, we went up a hill, rounded the corner, and all of a sudden there was the Pacific Ocean. We were on a bluff overlooking the ocean. It was so beautiful. One of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen. Behind me are the Channel Islands, and there's a story called Island of the Blue Dolphin that was based on a true story that happened there. We went for our first bike ride together and we met at Bicycle Bob's where we were able to rent bikes. I got to meet Bicycle Bob himself and tour his beautiful bike shop and talk a little bit about his history in Santa Barbara. He's been there a long time. He's one of the premier bicycle shops in the area. Hi, welcome back. Great, thank you so much for letting us use your bikes. Oh, glad to. How did the ride go? It was great. Nicest bike I've ever ridden. Oh, really, without like question. Love the uh, electronic shifting. So, Bob, can you tell me a little bit about your bike shop? I know you just moved locations. Sure. We started in Santa Barbara. We've been in business for 32 years, and 
Uh, we had two smaller locations and a year and a half ago combined into this one huge location that allowed us to expand our product line, the depth that we have. And you sell Trek bikes here? We do. We sell Trek and Electra. Uh -huh. Those are the two brands we decided to go with. We do everything from juvenile bikes to commuting bikes to cruisers to high-end performance bikes, both mountain and road. We have an awesome fitting area where we do pro fits, um, make you exceptionally efficient and comfortable on your bike. And while you're waiting for us to do some work on your bike, you can have uh, cold water or a cup of coffee. Really? Well, let's go have some coffee. There's water and other drinks in the refrigerator over here. You can help yourself too or um, grab the coffee. And uh, sometimes there's tea on there as well. Look, it's Newman's own mama's special blend. <laughs> <laughs> Does that work? I think it's perfect for this, this menopausal mama. I have to give a special thank you to Bicycle Bob for letting us use his bikes for our first big ride in Santa Barbara. When we all met together to talk about our experiences with our lives, it was evident that we all had different things in common. You know, we're all in our 40s and 50s. 50s. Or 50s. We don't like to say that, but I, I guess the alternative is to be in the ground. So I'll, I'll say, say it proudly, I'm in my 50s. The common thing was, you know, our children were grown. We were trying to redefine ourselves as empty nesters or trying to figure out what, what we're doing. I mean, I, I had met a whole bunch of my career goals and I was like, what do I do now? And that's when I realized that where is the information on menopause? Where's the TV shows talking about what a hot flash is and making fun of it, really? And so that's, that's kind of what we all met around. We all trained as well. I mean, because of the, the bicycle riding, we all trained separately, but we all gave each other kudos on Strava. Every time we rode our bikes, you know, the rest of us would, would get the thumbs up, and that was kind of fun. I love and I live my life to the fullest. So when you guys asked me to do this, it was like, are you kidding, right? But then like, oh, bike, Mallorca, Spain, hills. Then I started, I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to If all you did was live your life and say, um, you know, I wish I'd done this or I wish I'd done that. I mean, basically what you're doing is you're driving a car looking in the rearview mirror. Yeah, and it's a and life of regret. I mean, could, no regret. Right, no regret. Leave a life of regret. So Molly, so Molly, what did you put behind while raising kids? <laughs> you know what, though? I don't think I put anything behind because I was juggling a full-time career, being a mom, being the one that took the kids to school, picked them up in between my shift at the hospital or whatever I was doing. Um, now that Hunter is 19 and more uh, independent and living with his dad, but my life took a turn last year. I shared with you guys, Hunter had a huge motorcycle accident. Yes. So I found myself back in that mother role of constantly at his bedside, being with him. But I never really felt ever like I put anything on hold. But I realized I did lose a lot of myself. You know, I wasn't dieting, I wasn't exercising, I wasn't taking care of myself. When I look back at pictures, and maybe we shouldn't be looking back at our photo albums, but when I did, I mean, I let myself go physically. You know, while all the others are crying over their kids, oh, they're going to college. Whoa. I'm like, empty nest! I mean, this, this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. I really start to feel like now this is my time, right? But I really don't think I ever really gave anything up. I just felt like I did it all, but lost myself in that. Yeah. Sure. I know you're coming up on a big change right now. You're going Huge back to change. 
I had scholarships to go to school for art. I was at college for a year and a half, and then I saw my husband's gorgeous butt. <laughs> and I said, I have to have that. She Always got an MRS degree. So know? I got my MRS degree yes. in college. We're, we're it was really right. interesting because it was a it was just a Christian college at the time. And my uh-huh. husband's an engineer. And he just felt like he needed to go there for one year. And that was a one year that I was there. <laughs> so it was it was pretty awesome. Of course it was. It was destiny. And then I got pregnant right away, which I didn't expect. And then I didn't want that one alone, so I had another one. And then um, then two wasn't quite the full family effect that I needed, so I had a third. And then I was done. I was depressed a lot, because I'm a people person, and little children don't fulfill that need all the way. And um, I didn't realize it till a neighbor came over, and he just wanted to have a sit-down talk with my husband. I made us nervous. and But he's like, Todd, I just want you to realize that um, I see your wife and she's like a caged bird and oh, she wow. needs to fly. Uh-huh. And I was just like, somebody else saw that. And I just, oh. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> but I knew it was just for a time. And now and it, my husband ooh. and I are like, what are we going to do? So that emptiness came and it was very depressing because all of my purpose had been into raising these kids to be the best that they could be. And they're amusing. I'm so proud of yeah. them. And then it was just like, it was just like, oh, now what do I do? And I get, I got, I'm going to make new friends and yeah. I'm going to go to Spain. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I get to, no, I'm going to go to school. school. Yeah. I'm going right. to school. Right. You're going to school and you're going to have another career. Yeah. Two adventures. You Super too. Shannon, yeah. God. Speaking of moving. You have moved 20 times. A million. A million. A million and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So my my husband story. works for one of the big three automakers and... His career has moved us everywhere. And I did have a job there, and I was the only woman on the plant manager staff. I always had that kind of identity. Mm-hmm. And then. You were the trailblazer? I, right. Yeah, I mean, I it was always the corporate ladder though. climber yeah. and the entrepreneurial minded, you know, go getter. Yeah, yeah. And then all mm. of a sudden, I had these premature twins. Yeah. They needed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had this this need to see that they were okay, but I really wanted to get back to work because that was my identity wasn't I'm a mother yet. Right. It was okay. I have these kids, and I need to take care of them, but I also have this career, and I really wanted to have both because they say you can't have it all, and I'm like, duck on it. I'm gonna have it all, man. I mean, right. who says I can't have it all? And really, what it boils down to is. I can't have it all. I have to really choose. So I had to really have this mindset and I still struggle with it. I really do because we move so much. I couldn't have a typical job. I had to have a portable job. And Chris and I had started this, um, this company, company. production company. And, um, and it has been the biggest blessing to me because not only can I be a mom, but I can also have my career finally. Like, you know, at age almost 51, uh, my life is, is really finally you like come your, together. Yeah. I like myself. I, like, yeah. I, I really I like, like me. Really, yeah, I, like, <laughs> I like you too. So, Christine, let's yeah. hear it. Let's, uh, That's what, great. Uh, what, ha- what did you have to give up? Wow. I knew that when I gave birth, when I got pregnant, I knew that I would be putting my needs and wants second to the needs and wants of my children. And I was very excited to have kids. We got yep. my husband and I have known each other since we were fourteen. Mm-hmm. Um, we got married. Uh, we you know started dating. <laughs> yeah, we got married at fifteen. I had my first kid when yeah. I was eighteen. Um, no, <laughs> it's a big lie. No, um, yeah. but you know I had my kids fairly young, and I had three of them. My you know I have Beautiful. a twenty-two year old and a twenty-year-old and an eighteen-year-old, and they're amazing kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
For a minute, I was really sad that my kids were leaving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but then when I but then I realized, you know, this is what I trained them for. This is what I've raised them for. This is what we have we have equipped them for this purpose their whole life. Yeah. This was my purpose right. is to right. make them adults so they could take care of themselves and they can. I feel like I have I have given up uh, some parts of me to become a mother, but I think what I've gotten in return has been a hundredfold. So at that point, I was like, yes! And then, you know, now we're going to Spain. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's right. pretty freeing. Yes. To, to get to the yes. point where you can say, you know what, I did my job. Yeah. I did my job. My kids are responsible and good. Let's hear your job. Uh, yeah. Right. What? I will not say that I gave up anything for my children. I made things work. Both of my uh, babies were late, and I remember when I went to the obstetrician uh, to see what was going on with my first boy, and he said, well, you're running out of amniotic fluid, we're gonna have to induce. And he looked at me straight in the eye, and he said, life as you know it is over. And I just sat there, and I panicked, (laughs) and I started crying, I couldn't see that. And I started crying, I was 20, I was 25, and I thought, is my life over? <laughs> I love working out. I love uh, horseback riding now. I cycle. I love yoga. And all of this, I did it while raising my children and showing them it doesn't matter what you have in front of you, what, what obstacle you have in front of you, you have to overcome it. I, I found that it makes them more excited about life and doing things yes. when they see And they understand your life. They, and they understand your life, too. Yeah. Yeah. You're a human being. You're yeah. not just a mom. Well, that come later. Well, yeah. no, you're not just a mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. also a person. And I'm not, you know, that kind so of parent they, that I'm like my, my kid's best friend. No, I'm their mom. And yeah. we have a fantastic relationship. I adore yeah. my boys. They're my pride and joy. They're incredible kids. But uh, I miss them. I miss them terribly. My son actually, I moved out and went to boarding school in ninth grade. Uh-huh. So I've been dealing with the whole empty nest thing for, for quite a while. But he was special needs and he went to a place that was perfect for him. And he's, you know, grown into a really great young man. Mm-hmm. You know, as a single parent, I went through residency oh, yeah. with my son. Um, he was three when I started medical school. Wow. And then when I started my residency, (laughs) he was seven. Mm -hmm. And so he just basically was with me moving around while I was training. And finally, when he was 12, I settled down. So I didn't put anything on hold really for my kids. But uh, do you feel like you put something on hold for your Uh, your children? uh, A lot. You know, there's a story with me because my cousin got kidnapped and disappeared. Oh my. We uh, never found her, so I'm really mm. protective of my girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like they cannot even go to the neighbors without me being on the sidewalk checking that they reach mm-hmm. the house. Oh, sure. Wow. So it's been like this. That makes a so lot of sense. I <laughs> have to pick them up, I have to. And it becomes a full on time job. I mean, it's just, right. it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You just 2.30, you have to go. I have to say, I became a little bit depressed. It's just like uh-huh. there were some things uh-huh. that started working through me that was like, okay, I'm in between my four walls here. Yeah. You can't have a real job right when you you really committed no 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 wait wait let let me just back that up see i think in america we tend to really minimize the homemaker Mm -hmm. and you can't say that it's not you have a job you have a very very important job and and you you, you realize it yeah but 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 to to minimize the, the the woman who chooses to stay home or the man who chooses to stay home and raise the kids and be part of that is 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 essential um, now, not everyone has to do that. I'm not. I'm not making any judgments, but I am saying that that it is 
Give easily minimized. Nutrition is really interesting because it's almost like a religion. It goes back to what's the right thing to eat. And there was a, a guy who did some research years and years ago named Ansel Keys who decided that fat was bad and fat is what caused the cholesterol to build up in our hearts. And now, 50, 60 years later, we're discovering that fat isn't bad. Historically, we as a species have eaten the whole animal. And what this has done is has provided our bodies with all the nutrients we need. As we've become more industrialized, we have moved to a convenience mentality, and we want everything right now. The newest trend in nutrition science is now that we want to support local farms. We want to make sure that we know where things are coming from. The two biggest things that we think are harming us the most are sugar and vegetable oils. And sugar acts in the body, in, in the brain especially, just as potently as something as addictive as cocaine. The other thing is, is that what has recently come to light is that the sugar industry suppressed a lot of data that was coming up through the 50s, 60s, and 70s and actually funded the studies that said fat was bad. In America especially, we have been the biggest nutritional experiment since the late 1970s uh, through even today. Stay away from sugar, stay away from most grains, anything that's processed. Don't be afraid to eat whole natural fats, fats from an animal, olive oil, avocados, eggs. These are, these are things that are not going to make you fat. They're going to help your brain to develop properly. We were so excited that we got to go to Europe and hang out in this beautiful hotel in this really exotic location. It was a dream come true and really a trip of a lifetime for many of the women on the show. We decided to go to Spain, to Mallorca particularly, because Mallorca is one of the biggest bicycle havens on the planet. Mallorca is the destination for many elite cyclists for winter training. It's a small island in the middle of the ocean that has lots and lots and lots of great trails. It's mountains and it's ocean and it's absolutely gorgeous. Just wait for our next show. You're going to have to strap yourself in because we're going to Mallorca and it's going to be great. Off we go. Hey, thanks for listening to the, the Menopause Movement podcast and joining in. I really appreciate you. And if you liked it, please head on over to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a positive review. That will really help us out. And don't forget to sign up for the Menopause Workshop. You can sign up at menopauseworkshop.com. I'll see you there.